try to give everything to make you proud of this uh, football club, of course. And welcome to Echoes of Glory, Season 9, Episode 11. I'm Jack. I'm ASD. I'm Abbas. And I'm Jay. And we're trying this over Skype, so please bear with us, everybody. We, we don't normally record towards the end of the week, but given everything that's gone on, we've had no choice but to hit the record button again and uh, bore you with our views. Um, but <laughs> it's all changed. I mean, Pochettino is gone. Um are we shocked? I'm not sure. I don't think I'm shocked. I'm probably more saddened by the fact that we've lost a man that has given us our club back, really, over the last five and a half years. Um, ASD, let's start with you. What was your initial reaction heard that Pochettino was gone? So I heard someone, a friend, actually, I think it was, it was Noah. Do you remember Noah, who was, who came down, he was staying over in England for a few years, a year. Yeah. And he used to come to games with me back back in the olden days he um tweeted me and I, I just i couldn't believe it i couldn't believe that it had just happened like that i couldn't believe it happened at the end of the 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 two week or the week and a half off i couldn't i just couldn't it didn't make any sense to me do you know what i mean like it was just yeah. what for me the problem was like we said on monday was um the players and any manager that comes in has got exactly the same problem Pochettino has. And if there's any way to earn another chance, surely it is taking Tottenham to the Champions League final. But Levy didn't. That's what he's paid the big bucks for. And I'm, I'm, I was devastated. I was devastated. I think it just sort of shows like how ruthless football is of yeah. all the industries that are out there. Jay, what were your thoughts on it? Well, I think I think it it will go down for all of us, as you know. You, you all remember where you were when Princess Diana died. Well, actually, Jack, you were about three years old, so you probably yeah, exactly. Um, but but you all sort of remember where you were when I don't know. I don't know. I, I, will, I will never forget where I was, and I was at um, our dining table giving my son a bollocking because he'd had a bollocking at school for not doing his homework properly. Um, and then, like and then father, like, like son, eh? yeah, <laughs> and then, and then, and I'll never forget. And, and then I'll never forget just in the middle of all that, my, my, my watch buzzes cause it buzzes with urgent sky, sky sports news and Richard, and he's, and he's been sacked. So right, right in the middle of giving my lad a bollocking, I, I look at it and, and it was like, um, it, it, it was, it was possibly the worst shock I've had, you know, I mean, but by, by comparison, my lad's homework was actually all right. Um, and I actually went into quite quite a severe sort of state of shock, um, if I'm being honest with you. And I didn't I didn't emerge very very well for the whole evening. Yeah, and Abbas, how about you? What was your initial reaction when you heard the news that Poch was no more? Yeah, um, I was shocked. Um, I was massively surprised, but. Abbas is gone. Amazing, and that's Abbas's that's view. That was how shocked he was. He actually dropped off the face of the earth. <laughs> Do you know what? Now, though? There's a lot of people being like, oh, "I'm so shocked. I can't believe that you know we've got rid of him." I'm not shocked at the decision. You know, like if you're looking at it purely from like a results point of view, and that's what football is this season. There's been a case for probably four or five weeks that he could go. Um, so I wouldn't say I was shocked. You know, it's just it's just sad, isn't it? That yeah. you know all all things that have been so good the last five and a half years are, are, are no more anymore. Abbas is back online. So, Abbas, do you want to pick up where you left off? You're on mute. Bloody hell. Still on mute. Abbas, you're, you're on mute. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, um, we will just edit. It's fine. Um... There was obviously a lot of speculation when Potts had gone about who the next manager was going to be. Um, bookies are normally pretty accurate um, with this kind of thing. And Mourinho was the front runner um, from when Potts was sacked, which, I mean, I was, I was really surprised at that initially, just because yeah. I was thinking, there's no way Mourinho is going to come to Tottenham and work with Levy and work under the constraints that Tottenham have had to operate under for the last 
four or five years. Um, I was expecting somebody like um, I was expecting somebody like the Leipzig manager whose name escapes me at the moment. But that's the kind of route yeah, I go yeah. down. Um, purely because that's what that's what traditionally we always do. We never really go for the heavyweight manager. It's always sort of the next up and coming guy that we can get in pretty cheap and hopefully he can take yeah. us to the next level. Um, so I was really really surprised when the report sort of really picked up speed and they were saying that no no it's looking likely that Mourinho is going to be our new manager. Um, ASD, what what were you thinking about? Mate, I said it. The, I said it in the group. It, it's it's going to be Mourinho. Yeah, it's going to be Mourinho because. The what you have to do in this situation, and what we've got a history of doing, is doing the opposite. So you know, Harry Sherwood, in was it Sherwood? No, AVB show, whatever it was. It, you just it goes opposites. Stato's here, um, and it, we had to go from someone who was very passionate, all about the style, all about the way the football's played, to right established we're just going to go and win however we however we can and i was not surprised at all i was dreading it but i've 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 changed uh, but we'll come on to that shortly so i'm not, i wasn't surprised at all it was my it was exactly who i thought it would be i'm not bigging myself up i just think it was it was who it was going to be um, and i think it's been the plan all along i wouldn't be surprised yeah. if these chats have been on for a long time the one that gets me is the celso because there's no reason why that shouldn't have been a purchase deal um surely it takes as much work to do a purchase as it does a loan jay yeah um that 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 was done in order to deny his previous club, I don't know who PSG, a portion of um, the, the, the transfer fee. It oh, was literally fine. done just to stitch PSG up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't uh, be surprised if we don't end up signing him on a permanent deal, just because it might not be who Mourinho wants, and I think it's quite a nice out, which would be a shame. Yeah. No, I, I, but, but to be honest, look, he's had, he's had, he's had hardly any game time. And and from what I've seen of him, he's been outstanding. So yeah, he has looked pretty good. I, I agree yeah. with that. It's, it's just we haven't seen enough of him yet. Yeah, I mean, just 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 on Mourinho. Look, I mean, it's 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 emerging that 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 conversation with Pini Zahavi's was 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 had been going on for two weeks. But but you know, the, these conversations don't just go on for two weeks. Um, Le- Levy and, and Zahavi would would have, would have had a conversation about this. Three, three, four, five months ago, and 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 that and that would have that 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 would have been in the back of their minds for quite for quite some time. Um, the the ruthlessness, I think, is 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 very very interesting given given the four or five years that we've seen of yeah. of, of Pochettino at his absolute best. Um, but but I, you know, in, in in many ways, that's what that's what great commercial leaders do. They take very very difficult decisions at, at the absolute right time. I, I can only say um, it, it was it was because I don't think we were playing that badly. I think we had a couple of results that could have gone either way. If you think about Leicester, for example, we were winning um, the 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 worst VAR we've we we've had go against us, um, and all of a sudden we we we've lost that two one. And we, we've had a few of those. Um, I can only assume that that the that there were because there were very strong rumours. Um, that Pochettino started to lose elements of the dressing room, and I think it's at that point that 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 the owner, or the chairman, or the chief executive step in and take and take decisive action. Um, and Pochettino started to become a bit more erratic. I agree with all, everything you said. He, he doesn't feel like he had a plan, like like a proper plan B. Um, we still played the same way. We still we still relied heavily on our on on our on our fullbacks. Who, who who have performed less and less proficiently, so so I think I think I think you know in in hindsight I was devastated, but 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 in hindsight I think it's a brave and bold decision to make that change. Now, uh, Mourinho that as relates to Mourinho for me the jury is still out. Mm-hmm. You know before, what? before before we go on to that Abbas, I know that you you want to chip in as well with um, when you just heard that Mourinho was being touted as as the favourite. Yeah, so it comes back to that to, to the day he got um, Pochettino got sacked, and immediately my thought was, whoever the next the next successor is, that person's already been found. We, oh, yeah. Historically, we've moved very quickly when we've switched managers. So as soon as 
Mourinho was touted as favourite. It was a shoe in as far as I was I was concerned, um, and I was surprised actually it, they announced it in the morning and not actually that night. Um, but just a question for you guys: um, Do you think the wheels were set in motion just before the Champions League final when Pochettino said, "If we win the final, then I, you know, I've essentially." finished the project i've essentially completed it and it's very difficult to continue after that do you think daniel levy was sitting there listening to that press conference and thinking actually i need to start thinking about a plan b yeah quite, quite possibly quite possibly you know i mean what, you what don't is... say that if if, if if behind the scenes that there, there, there are some pretty brutal conversations going on and i think what what when, when he says something like that there is clearly there's clearly stuff going on behind the scenes that is causing him to say that. But that that new contract though in the summer, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just I don't I don't think that that statement really has got. And I think that I think it's a pretty correct statement. I think he was just trying to manage people's expectations, and he was sort of saying, if I do go on and win this, you're all now going to expect me to be doing this every season. That is impossible. Literally, like I will have achieved the objective of joining Spurs way way before realistically i should have done um, i don't i don't necessarily think that that was sort of something that planted a seed for levy i think that the champions league run which was the most incredible journey that we had in the pochettino reign um isn't that probably kept his job you know if you think if we'd have gone out to city which on another day we could easily have done that he probably would have been sacked way before that because the league results were so bad um, so I don't necessarily think that that was sort of that that was the beginning of it. Um, I think really we've got you've got to look back further domestically than that to sort of see exactly where it started. Champions League run was absolutely incredible. Um, it's gone now. Um, I think we've got to try and sort of accept that that's that's all in the past. End so, up winning it as brilliant as it was and as an amazing as achievement as it was for a club like us to get to the final. You know it, it, it's gone now and I see a lot of people sharing keep sharing the clip of Lucas Moura getting the winning goal and all that and it is amazing looking back and you do watch it yeah. and you think yeah I remember the emotions of that night but we didn't end up going on and winning it and it, and it is gone now so I think we, we sort of we've got to look forward now as difficult as that is except, except bizarrely we're still paying his wages we've sacked him but he remains on our books I think that's the bizarreness of, of football isn't it it's like it's the only industry where it works I think only Daniel Levy, as relates to as, as relates to Premiership CEOs, would would, would still pay him, um, comfortable in the knowledge that he's he is such hot property that that another that another big team will come and buy him out. So yeah. what, what, why do I have to pay him off and and pay him the remainder of his pay out the remainder of his contract when I know I can get away with just keeping him on the books? Yeah. Which, I, which, I think, which I think is outstanding. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Stato's here. Stato, are you happy with it? Are you happy with Mourinho? I'm coming to terms with it. I've got to be honest, and it, it might sound extreme, but what I went through was kind of like a grieving process yeah. because I still believed in Poch and I felt he'd earned the right to make it good again. Um, it's gradually eased the shock more than anything because I, I genuinely didn't expect it now. Um, it's probably what hit me first. Um I'm not a fan of Mourinho, the person. He might have changed. He, he appears to be a lot more relaxed after this period of, of time out of the game. Um, he might have a, a point to prove to a lot of people um, and maybe will benefit from that. Um, I have to give him my backing because he's the Tottenham manager and Tottenham are my team and always will be. Um, and I'll give him until he does something which I find horrific, which is plausible, because he's done things in the past, you know, when he poked the Barcelona manager in the eye. I appreciate it's done to attract or detract the attention from his team, but there's just too much shithousery that goes on with him and his sides in the past. So give him a chance. And It's very much all about him. That's my worry is even in the press conferences, everything we've seen so far, it's always been I, 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 um, and we had that. That was what we saw towards the end with Harry, where it it wasn't Spurs, it wasn't they, it wasn't we, it was they all the time, and that that really worries me. 
Is that a bad thing, though? Like, yeah. I, I know, I know it's just, I don't know if it's necessarily a bad thing or if it's just, it's just different to what we've been used to the last five, five and a half years. Like, we've had a manager in Poch who's been sort of the most humble, personable man leading our club. Like, you feel like you know him. Like, none of us are meeting him, but it feels like well, that we know him really, really well. And it feels like you could just chat to him and he'd be on your side. But I just think that with Mourinho, we're, I don't think it's a bad thing that we've gone for the complete opposite. And I mean, I said this yeah, uh, yeah. when ASD and I did the pod earlier this week before Potch had gone, that if he does go, I'm, I'm all for going down a completely different route because you only end up having a version two and it's just it's just not as good and it's still stale because it's the same kind of message. Whereas I think when him ruling with the iron fist a little bit, I think we need a little bit of that. Um, so I actually think that he's going to end up being a pretty good appointment. I'm I'm happy with the appointment of Mourinho. Yeah. I'm not happy with the sacking of Poch. If you'd have said to me, what would you rather? I'd much rather have kept Poch. But what we've got to realise is we've brought in a manager who is one of the greatest club managers, most successful club managers of all time. He's won trophies everywhere he's gone. Yes, there's been the negative parts of We know we're going to end up getting the crazy press conferences the way that he ends up leaving a club after three, three and a half years. But we don't need to worry about that right now. We need to worry about the present. And if you're going to say to me that over the next couple of years, we're going to win, we're going to win major trophies and we're going to be competing on all fronts. And I genuinely believe that with him there, we will do that. I'm excited for that. A lot of people are obviously talking about the style of football and are saying, oh God, Mourinho's football's boring. If you're winning games, it's not boring. That's um, it. Like, if I go to... 20 home games next season and we win them all 1-0 and we have one shot on target and we win that's not boring you're not going to get bored of winning every single week and i just think we need to we need to as supporters take a step back and realize that we have made a massive statement in appointing Mourinho. absolutely massive statement um and other clubs are fearing us now yeah Yeah. that's that's the crazy thing isn't it um that uh it's crazy the difference between Spurs fans and every other fan in the league, how they've seen it. Look at all the Arsenal fans bricking it, United fans bricking it, everyone's bricking it. Um, and it's upset Chelsea fans as well. So it's the first time we've been in this position. So I'm, I'm... I just think that I think a lot of the negativity towards Mourinho, and I understand the negativity in terms of what he brings as a person, I, I can take that on board. Um, I think a lot of the negativity has been fueled by. The, the pain and the sad going and yeah. it's sort of like as he, he he's he's vacated the chair Mourinho's come straight into oh I don't like you straight away that, that I think and I think that's sort of that's quite a normal reaction so you think um, if I, po- if you think Poch had quit and we it'd been very public and then we got Mourinho it, everyone would be far more fine I'm about it completely different completely different and I understand why people are reacting like that and it's it's hard as a football fan to not have emotion yeah. but we always talk uh, ASD I know you talk about this a lot as well but you need to be a bit more robust um, and if you're thinking about this again just purely from a business decision you know I, I, I think I think we've done all right out of it time will tell um but I, I'm really struggling with the negativity. And I come back to what Stato was saying a minute ago about you're supporting Tottenham. And I, I would be going to Tottenham games and cheering Tottenham on, regardless whoever whoever the manager is, even if it's, you know, somebody that we absolutely despise. Um, you, you know, Tottenham come first. So yeah. what I'm not really understanding as well are those fans that are talking about, oh, I might, I might boycott the games and I don't want Spurs to... That, I find that absolutely bizarre. Um, Abash, you've got some points on this. Where, where are you at with, uh, with it? Yeah, so just a couple of points. First, first of all, one on status point, where because Mourinho's had a bit of time out, his last spell wasn't as successful as it could have been, although you did say finishing second with United was his biggest achievement. But... That, I think, plays into our favour. He's got a point to prove. He's got a bit between his teeth. He's had a few years, he's had a year or so out, a year and a half out. He's going to come back fully refreshed, and I think it's exactly what we need. However, what I'm slightly worried about is his man management. I've, he, he doesn't come across as the most, as the best at man managing people. Poch was a completely different figure. You know, he, he was not only like a friend to the players, he was a, almost like a father figure. And with Mourinho... As you said, Jack, he's going to rule with the iron fist, and maybe some of the players need that. But I feel like, sorry, go on. 
I was just going to say, I think so. And I know that the sort of the modern manager's approach is to sort of be friends with the players and have your arm around them and all of that. And I, and I get that, that everybody's different. So everybody needs to be motivated differently. But there's no doubt that in training today that they will have gone in and they will have been given significantly more effort because it's, they're all now, essentially, there, there's not many of them that are guaranteed to, to be in that start 11. Whereas under Pochettino, especially towards the end, it was all, it just all seemed very lazy from the players. And, you know, you just, you can just see in training that it is going to give them all a boost. How long that lasts for, that that's the trick. He's yeah. trying to maintain that honeymoon period as a manager for as long as possible. Um, yeah. But I actually think that some of them, and this might sound silly, will have been a little bit starstruck in training. I yeah. think that maybe haven't worked with real heavyweight managers. Yeah. Thinking of like the likes of Delhi and even Kane, to be honest, that, you know, it's like, God, Joe, Jose Mourinho is taking our training today. Like, I need to be on it. Like, it, it is a real sort of statement to have him there. Um, so I... Look, I, I understand why some people are not fans of the appointment, but I just think that if we think about it for a minute, if Arsenal would have sat their manager and appointed Mourinho, how would we be feeling? I'd be if they'd have done that, because I'd be thinking he's going to get them right up there. But for some reason, at us as a, a fan base, we, we can't quite see that for our own club, which I think is a little bit weird. Um, look, it's sad to change. We've, we've just got to get behind him now. Exactly, and I think I think my, my, the, 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 the big thing here is uh, he, he, he is smart enough to, to change, and I think I think Levy is smart enough to throughout the interview process to, to understand where Mourinho's head is at, and I think um, what's really interesting is if, if Mourinho in that, through that job interview process has said to Levy, "Look, I've, been, I've managed very different teams." Uh, at different different phases of their developmental cycle, um, I've played very different types of football. But all I'm going to do now is play the way and, and manage the way I did at Man United. Take it or leave it, Levy. I'm pretty sure Levy would have told him to bugger off, and that, that conversation that. that conversation wouldn't have lasted very long. Um, but but you look at him in um, in in the press conference today, and actually I'm watching Sky Sports News right now as we as we're going through this. Um, the, the big quote here on Sky Sports News is, I've had time to think about many things, and during my career, I've made many mistakes. And I think that, 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 that is telling of a very smart bloke who's old enough, long in the tooth enough, to know what he's achieved, um, know, know, know that he's very, very good, but also um, be grown up enough to recognise the mistakes he's made yeah. and what he can learn from, from his best times, his times at Inter, his times at Chelsea. The, you know the, the the big quote around around man management is 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 the is, is Lampard's the, the the way Mourinho made him feel and what that did for him in terms of elevating his own game um, and what he's learned from from Mourinho in that respect. Um, so so you know we we have to look at we, we we can't just look at the the mistake he made the many mistakes he made up in Manchester. You have to go back. You have to go back to that first season at Chelsea. You have to go back to Inter Milan. You have to go back to, uh, to, to, to Real Madrid. And he was managing superstars, getting the very best out of them, playing some of the best football we have ever seen. So, you know, I think we, there are many, many reasons to, to, to be cautiously optimistic here. Just now, my, my, my question to you guys is, who's going to be the heavyweight Spurs player that gets the boot? Because um, Mourinho always does this. Whenever we, whenever he goes into a club, he will look. He'll take a senior player or a player that the fans love, and he just gets rid of them. He doesn't give them opportunity. That's it. They're, they're done. So, who do we think that player's going to be? Abbas, I'll come to you first. Um, well, three immediately off the bat are Toby, Jan, and Eriksson, and Danny Rose. So four. Yeah. Imagine. But he he tried to sign Christian. He did. But if you look at it now, if you look at if you look at where we are now with with Chris Eriksson himself, his contracts are end, you know, in, in a few months' time, and it's as as Jack said, if there is a player that you're looking to get rid of, it's going to be him. He's not. What has Eriksson contributed this season? Absolutely nothing. He's he scored he scored one goal against Arsenal, which was a tap in. But he's, you know, but he's not done anything. 
it, you know, you can quite clearly see his heart's not been in it at all this season. And, you know, actually a question I was going to pose to you guys, and uh, this is the question that can be answered after, but what do you do with, with the likes of Ericsson, Jan and Toby? Do, do you now put another contract on the table and say, look, we've got a new manager? Or do we treat them as snakes and say, look, you guys essentially, due to your poor performances, you've got Pochettino to sack? Let's bring Stato in on that one. Stato, what, what would you do in that situation with uh, Ericsson, Alderweireld and Vertonghen? I suspect Mourinho will get the best out of them. If he if he chooses to, I think he'll, he'll get a tune out of all of them. Um, it's just whether... See, with Ericsson, you've, he's got to, to improve to get out. Who's going to come in for him? At this rate, I can't see what club are going to come in for him. Um possibly Man United, and I'm not knocking them at all. I'm not saying that we're bigger than them or they're not, you know. But I don't think that's the move he was looking for. So, mm -hmm. actually, it would benefit him. Now, whatever's gone on before, it's a clean slate. It's a new manager. Everyone has got a clean slate. Two A week ago, Danny Rose was like the biggest pariah ever, was never going to play for our club again, according to the fans. I bet he starts at the weekend. I bet he does. <laughs> Oh, Ben Davis, though, he's just taken Wales to the Euros. He's been brilliant. But um, that side, I, I totally agree with you. Stato. But it's a clean slope for everyone. Everyone's got the opportunity to. Yeah. yeah. You hope, don't you, that he's gone in and he's sort of had to, will be having conversations with those players where their future's got a massive question mark and he'll just sort of be saying to them, look, do you want to be part of this or do you not? If you don't, that's fine. Tell me now, but that's it. You'll be gone. Yeah. Or do you, do you want to bury what's gone on the last six months I will I will do it and what I think is good about Mourinho is he's a brutal brutal manager and if somebody says no actually I'm not having this I, I genuinely I think they'll, they'll they'll be gone they'll be bounced out of the first team set up near enough immediately um and it, and he'll literally just that's it you're you're completely out of my setup so um, my worry is that there'll be there'll be a, a player that we're not expecting and that's sort of the original the original question is that when he went to Inter there was a he had a massive bust up with when he went to Real Madrid it was Casillas then when he went to come back to Chelsea it was Mata and these were all players that were massive for their clubs at their time and the fans absolutely loved so I actually worry for the likes of Hugo, Sun or Delhi or you know someone like that, someone really, or Loris, yeah maybe. I don't think Delhi or Sun, Sun definitely not. I think he's the only. I, it can't be him. But I, I was just going to ask, like, what what move would he have to make, and um, well, what moves would he have to make to get the Spurs fans instantly on board? The ones I've got are he goes and has a look at Oriol and Sissoko and goes, nope, like get out, and imagine he gets bail back. I know that's that's crazy. We haven't got any money and blah blah blah. But imagine he does that. The Spurs fans will be on his, on his side like that. And we couldn't have done that without Pochettino. But Pochettino couldn't have done that. So yeah. I, I do think it's natural progression. But imagine yeah. we get yeah. Bale back. Bale, Son, Delhi, Kane, done. Yeah, it's not, yeah. not a bad attack, is it? And I think yeah. that's also in the in the sort of short term view is win at West Ham. We go to West Ham and we take three points. And even if we don't play well and it's ugly or whatever, if we win there straight away, fans are behind him and everyone will be thinking, hang on a minute, he's coming, he's been in charge three or four days. We've got a cracking away win. We, we know how to win when we're not playing well. It'll be that whole discussion again. So I think immediately, take three points at your first game. We've then got a Champions League game middle of next week at home, which you'd fancy us to win. Um, so I think it's a good opportunity, you know, five days, whatever it is, to to take two victories. Yeah, I agree. Com completely. You know what? I mean, for, for me, to to Toby Yang and Chris Christian Eriksen clearly had, had, had fallen out with Pochettino. Yeah. You know, the, 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 fact, the fact that Toby and Yang didn't, didn't even feature... Yeah, I mean, to Toby was on the subs bench against Sheffield United, but, but, but Yang, Yang hasn't even been around. There's clearly been a massive fallout there. And I think... I think that 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 in part drove 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 Levy's decision, clearly, and yeah. and I think I think you know they they all want to get out and play in a new environment for a new coach, hopefully for more money, but but they've got they've got sort of two of those four things already, yeah. and and I wouldn't be surprised to see Toby and Jan start 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 um, on um, on Friday, on Saturday. Uh, sorry, that that, that 
the the idea that those three i mean toby is toby for me has been the consummate professional he, he's never stopped trying yeah. jan has lost a yard christian erickson i don't want him anywhere near our club because he, he he like we've his one thing has always been his mentality he's not a tough player like he's not i mean all professionals will be tough in some way but he's not a man who will go in for 50 50 who will he will score you a late goal but he's not a man who can who will grip a game he he can be cowardly and that's what he's done 2019 not this season 2019 and that's my worry which is why i think if you're Mourinho, you go in and go you're not playing as of january as of now you're not playing we'll get rid of you in january or you can go into the reserves whatever and then it's it's all delhi sun lamella whatever and i'd love him to do a bit of a clear out and a re, just a bit of a refresh i'd love that i'd love it i think that ericsson really strikes me as a Mourinho type player anyway but you know, there's a lot of talk about has Mourinho changed, but I, 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 could, I couldn't quite see Ericsson fitting in with his style. Um, my, my question is, what if he starts at West Ham, this is Ericsson, has a blinder, scores, signs a new five-year deal, would, are you then taking him back? Can you then forget everything that's gone on? Like, what would it take for you to, to say to Ericsson, OK, right, we love you again? Stato? Uh, for me, I never went overboard with losing, you know, completely losing it with him. Um, but there have been footballers who've killed people and gone to prison and come back and played for their clubs. So in, in the greater scheme of things, it's, it's <laughs> more... Uh, and honestly, you know, football for fans are, are fickle and they'll forget anything as long as it benefits them and their team in the long run. And I, I think that's how the reactionary fan base nowadays are. If you look at Twitter and that you know everyone jumps on a bandwagon, well, if it's starting to be favourable for him, everyone will jump on that bandwagon. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Abbas, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, well, I've it's something I've mentioned quite a lot in like in our group chat, and it's I just feel like the relationship with Ericsson has come to a natural end. I don't know if, if it, it when I when I said that, I'm not sure if I was saying it because I felt that. You know the relationship was strained between Ericsson and Poch, but and I, I have no qualms with Ericsson leaving, whether it be in January or, or in July. I think he, he's been a fantastic servant for the club. He's been there for five, six years. He's given you know goals and assists. Been you know he's done a lot for us, and all while not being paid well. He's been paid well, but not particularly well in comparison to other footballers off his quality. So if you were to leave and find, you know, someone else who'd give him double, triple what he's done at the moment, I wouldn't begrudge him that. But I do think if it is time to move on from Ericsson, we need to find someone who is a suitable replacement and ideally soon, maybe in a January transfer window, maybe it opens up the door to Bruno Fernandes again with the, the Portuguese link. Who knows? Mm. But I'm not so sure... I, I'm not. I wouldn't be angry if Ericsson left because I, I feel like he's done enough for us to almost as if like how Poch had to pass of like having a bad season. I feel like Ericsson has the path of essentially leaving. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, just back to Poch. Um, if you had to think of your number one Pochettino memory or the main thing that you think that you sort of gained from the Pochettino era, um, what would that be? And ASD, I'll come to you first with that one. Mate, the first thing, obviously, you've got the Champions League last year, but the first thing that comes to my mind um, is the Arsenal game, the last Arsenal game at White Hart Lane where we went in knowing we were going to win. And that emotion and that feeling, that North London derby, it was just, it was it was the penultimate game at White Hart Lane. Like, everybody was up for it. Arsenal couldn't be up for it. And that was, it was partially to do with it, it was the last North London derby. But it was just because we had done so much work. Like, we had a young team who were hungry, we were just at it. We knew who was playing, where they were playing. And it was all Poch's high press, high energy, fitness. It was, I think, that... 14-15 I think was, was White Hart Lane that was peak that was our peak Pochettino really really yeah. really of the Pochettino in his core and I, I, it doesn't get better than that for me yeah. 16, hey, how about you ASD what's that mate it was 16-17 16 so alright I was only two years old <laughs> 
Jay, how about you on that? What What are your sort of fondest memories of the Pops game? Well, the, the, the surprise and delight, Christmas four years ago, 2015. Southampton. Uh, Chelsea. Oh. Top five, Chelsea three. New Year's Day. New Year's Day. Yeah. And that was spectacular. I mean, that, that up until then, you, you, you know, you, you recall our history against, uh, our, our record against Chelsea was abysmal. And, and, I, and I, I think that was the first big game Pochettino really announced himself. Really announced himself. And, and I think from, from then, it's, it's, it's been up and up and up all the way. You know, the, the, the number of those big games where, where a Chelsea or an Arsenal or a United haven't even been at the races. Or Man City, some of those early games when, uh, when, when Pep first took over. Uh, the, the 2-0 up, 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 up at the Etihad. I mean, these, these were outstanding games where we fought, we pressed, and we always found an opening. And you could always be confident that, that we, would get, we would get a result. And that, and that confidence of, we know we've got this. We're into the 89th minute, but we know we've got this. Yeah. Um, you know, that, 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 that I'll never, ever, ever forget. I don't think we'll ever get that again. Hmm. Stato, how about you? I think the Champions League is a whole last season. Um, I mean, he sold us a dream and we so nearly realised it. Um, for me, obviously winning the thing would have been the greatest ever. But the, just the whole weekend, being out there, seeing you, being on the same flight as ASD, meeting blokes I've you know, sat with or you know, seen at White Hart Lane for years and years at the Champions League final. It just meant the world to me. Yeah. Um, and he gave us that and... You know, without him, I don't think we'd have got there. Yeah. Because we were a broken team, you know. He, yeah. he got performances out of players who were, you know, barely fit, barely competent in the likes of Sissoko. Um, you know, he, he just dragged us through there. And, uh, and the players will to work for him as well, which is important. Yeah. And, yeah. and how it's all gone to shit so soon. <laughs> can't comprehend how that's happened. But um, that will always be my... My endearing memory of him. And uh, Abbas? Um, two for me. Um, so firstly, it was one of his first um, interviews he did with Spurs TV when he said, we'll, give it, we'll do everything to make you feel proud of our club again. And I feel like he's done that. Yeah. Second one would be um, actually the last minute winner against Aston Villa, Harry Kane's deflect- deflected goal, when it could have ended even before it began, really. Um, because we hadn't started off the best under him and it was a gradual process but that last minute winner seemed to have just changed things ever so slightly and for me it's those two moments yeah yeah both brilliant moments I think for me I mean I, I really agree with all the points that you guys have made there they've all been massive highlights but I think the biggest thing for me and it's Pochettino will always have the the, the label of oh he doesn't win things that and, and until he does that that's what he'll have but what he's done at Spurs for me has been so much more than win things um he's brought our club back and by that I mean the togetherness the belief for, for a number of years we were just sort of drifting it didn't really feel like we were together it didn't feel like we had much direction at all um there was the shambolic period with Sherwood AVB wasn't much better and it just felt like we were a side that wasn't really going anywhere, but somehow the guy has come in, um, done an absolutely remarkable job, and it feels like we've got sort of the core of a real, real good club now. Whereas before, I felt like we would have a good season, or we might have, you know, a few good players. But now I feel like he's the foundation of this is a real, real solid football club, and like whatever we do go on to achieve with Mourinho and after Mourinho. Like, we do have to credit a lot of that to Poch, you know, because yeah. without him, we wouldn't have the foundations that we've now got. There aren't many managers, really, that could have done what he did for us. We've yeah. no budget, with a very, very similar squad, with no stadium for a couple of seasons. Like, it, it's an absolutely remarkable job. It really is a shame for him that there wasn't a trophy to top it final would have been absolutely incredible but even a league cup or an fa cup would have, it would have been something that he would have been able to look back on and say oh you know what i did win that so uh, it's a shame that, that he didn't quite do that but what he has done is he's given us belief 
And that is absolutely massive to a football club. A football club can't achieve anything if you don't believe that you can actually go and do it. And that that is all down to him. I mean, it's a testament to um, his his reign. Uh, the, the comments were in Mourinho's press conference this afternoon. Hmm. You, you, I've never I've never seen that from yeah. a new manager about 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 the outgoing sacked manager. Yeah, but very it, very very rare. It's, well, well, it's never say? happened. It's never happened in my lifetime. What did he say? Uh, he he basically said he'll always be welcome here. Um, the, the the transformation under his reign um, of this club has been remarkable. Um, he'll always have friends here, um, and whenever he, he wants, the door is always yeah. open for him to come and visit us. I mean, when do you hear yeah. that? When just, you um, just on that. Sure. Sorry, Jay. Um, he also did say, you know, anytime he missed the players, he, he could come over. The training ground was always open to him. Um, and I think that's that's a telling sign of how good a job Posh actually done. Yeah. yeah. Imagine yeah, you get dumped by the best looking girl you've ever had and the new boyfriend says, come over for tea anytime. I'll be holding her hand. <laughs> that's what you he's done. Set the house on fire, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. That's what you'd do. Are you um, singing... Jose Mourinho's Blue and White Army. Yeah, no. He's our, man, he's our manager. You've got to get behind him. Like, I do not understand. At the end of the day, this, this, is, fo- this is football. That's it's what it is. The nature of the beast is managers get sacked. Like, we need to just get over ourselves a little bit and get on with it. Like, why would we not be behind? Ultimately, if our manager does well, our club does well. That's what we care about. So, why would you not? Uh, beat Man United. And beat Chelsea in the next month. We got we got those two in the next six weeks, haven't we? Yeah. Beat yeah. those two, he's won me over. Tell you what, it's not going to be boring, is it? It's not going to be boring. Like we're <laughs> going to be in the we're going to be in the papers every single week. Yeah. It's I mean, the most I, hated I, I, manager I, I, and probably the most hated club in the Premier League joined. So if we were hated before, it's on another level now. Yeah. And do you know what? Th- throughout throughout this recording. I've had Sky Sports News on in the background for about the last 50 minutes. I'd Which... say 40 minutes of it was, was, has been about Mourinho, Pochettino, Pochettino's uh, 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 speculation about Bayern Munich. Mourinho, he's doing a 6am live interview tomorrow morning on Sky Sports News. It's just mental. I mean, the, the currency it's just given the media that he's back, not only back, but back at Tottenham. He's back in London. It's yeah. just just extraordinary. I'm just pleased more than anything, Joe, that you're managing to watch um, different things to what you normally do on the telly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> got, got Sky Sports on. I wish I had some pants on. Um, <laughs> we, um, we have that massive game against West Ham now on uh, on Saturday. I see you dressed to the left. <laughs> we have that massive game against West Ham now on Saturday. And like, I'm going into that game now with belief that we three points if you just said to me a week ago and you probably can go back and listen to podcasts and where, where we've talked about the West Ham game and it was sort of like I couldn't see anything other than a loss in that game whereas I don't know why but now I'm going into that with a bit more belief myself that we can actually go there and beat them what what does everyone else think Stato what what do you think about the game on Saturday I mean they're actually in worse form than we are um, they're convinced that we're going to batter them even um, especially now we've changed manager um They've got a horrendous goalkeeping situation. Um, they've got this bloke that they signed in the summer as cover, who appears to be infinitely worse than Adrian, who they let go and did a, a capable job for, for Liverpool. Um, they reckon he's got chocolate wrists. He just can't save anything. Um, so, yeah, it's good genius. So tasty. Um, but, yeah, no, I honestly fancy us now. Um, 3-1. Yeah. yeah. I think I think if we can do a number of Felipe Anderson and Mikel Antonio, who, who just well, Antonio's right. been out, he's only just coming back. He always seems to do well against us, Antonio, though, doesn't he? Like, I remember, just remember him scoring a few goals and just being an annoying player. Yeah, just I mean, we gave him so much space um, at the back end of last season, and Felipe oh. Anderson got all got all the space and the time on the ball that that, that he wanted. Yeah, ASD, what what are your thoughts for Saturday's game? I think it couldn't be better for Mourinho because he can come in and go, we're just going to play. Like He's got one of our biggest like emotional rivals. It would be awful if it was Chelsea. It's perfect for him to go in and go, we're not going to... Like, I don't know you, but 
you go in and prove yourselves. Do not lose to this bunch. You can't lose. Um, go out and prove yourself. I'd love him to go wingsy. Go and show us what you're made of. Go and show you are the classy player that they haven't got. And just go batter him. I'd love to batter them. Yeah, it would be great, wouldn't it? Especially if it's like just a really robotic, like we're going to defend and be strong. Yeah, do you know what? I think we've got a better chance with Mourinho in his first game two days in than Pochettino. Yeah, and, I, and I, I would agree with that. And there'll be some people that are like, no, no, no. But, you know, you people forgetting we haven't won away since January. You know, like they're... Something something had to have changed. Um, it's unfortunate it's pot, but I, I think we'll I think we'll win at West Ham. I could see us going there, breaking the duck if we haven't won away for so long, keeping a clean sheet, and us just coming away with the win. Yeah. Abbas, what, what do you think? Only, we're only three points off fifth. Well, that's it. You string a few wins together, and you can end up back up the league, which yeah. which we have to do. Yeah. 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 Which is extraordinary, isn't it? I'm so bloody excited. I honestly yeah. can't wait for the next two years. Yeah. Look, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's going to be an absolute whirlwind. It's going to be yeah. very, very different. But you know, we're all going to be there, whether it's brilliant or awful. We're still going to be here two years later talking about it, moaning about it, trying to you know, figure out what's going to happen next. That's, that's just the nature of the game, isn't it? Yeah. Um and, and it's just it's just saying Ondembele and and Jan Vertonghen to be assessed for fitness. Mm. So, so pro- pro- probably not then to be honest because he'll have been working with players the last couple of days. So I'd, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd be surprised if they're in this. They might make the squad, but I'd be surprised if yeah. they're in the starting eleven. And, and, and obviously Lamella, Lamella's out. Yeah, still yes. still out. Of course he is. Yeah. Um, any any more from from anyone? I just I think now like we need to just support the club. I think that's it. We just yeah. need to support the club. We haven't got a choice in this. Mourinho is the best, technically on paper, the best manager we've ever had. We've lost yeah. a, a dad, but now we've got just a nasty stepdad who will put you in the <laughs> cupboard, like proper. Uh, he will put you in a cupboard if you're naughty, and I, 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 I can't wait for it. <laughs> you definitely said that before to someone, haven't you? Um, <laughs> Hit me! <laughs> uh, amazing. Well, look, massive, massive week ahead. Great to speak to you all on Skype. We'll, we'll do this again. Um, yeah, sure. Whatever happens on Saturday, future's bright, future's Lily White. Come on, you Spurs. Thank you, Spurs. I couldn't be happier, and if I was not as happy as I am, I wouldn't be here. What can I promise? Passion for my job, but also passion for my club. It's a privilege when a manager goes to a club and, uh, and feels you know, that happiness in relation to the squad that he's going to have. These are not words of the moment. They are not words of me being the Tottenham head coach. These are words that I, I told and I repeated in the last three, four or five years, even as an, as an opponent to play uh, against Tottenham at White Hart Lane was always hard but beautiful. Is one of these places where I used to go with passion but also with this, with this respect. I always told about the club potential, I always told about the qualities of the players, I always told the magnificent work the club was doing. I really liked this squad and looking to, to the young players um, there is not one manager in the world that doesn't like to play young players and to help young players to develop. There is not one. The problem is that sometimes you get into clubs where the work that is below you is not good enough to produce these players. So I look to our history and, uh, and you see that um, the academy is always giving the talents that the first team needs. And of course I look also forward to to work with that with that profile. When you say beautiful stadium, you are too humble. You have to say the best stadium in the world. I think it's a reality. Training ground is second to none. Probably can be only compared with some American football training grounds. You cannot compare with, with European football at any level. And I've been in the majority of the best places. Uh, impossible to compare the same as the stadium. I think it's something that has to make, all, to make us all very, very proud. But not just that, it's just the conditions you have to, to, to work are absolutely amazing. In relation to the Premier League, I think um, we know where we are and we know that we don't belong there. 
we should just play match after match. The next match we want to win and that's the same about the next and the next and the next until the last. End of season we will see where, uh, where we are but I know that we are going to be in a different position than we are now. I look forward for the challenge, for the responsibility to bring happiness to everyone that loves the club. I always thought there was very, very many people interested in football and I always thought that football was a very important game but I never realized until today just how important it is. Whether the Wonder Boys of White Hart Lane are or are not the team of the century can't possibly be more than a matter of opinion. Well, they're the finest team in Great Britain and one of the best in the world. We are about the glory of the game. We are about playing with style. We are Tottenham Hotspur. The curve of the ball, the billow of the net, the beating of the trap and the picking of the lock, the swiftness of thought, the lightness of touch. We are Ginola, Greaves, Klinsman. We are the collective gasp, the intake of breath, the flick, the trick, the 30-yard free kick. We are Hoddle, Mabbott and King. We are the lob, the chip, the dummy and the volley. We are the hat trick, the scissor kick. We are Bill Nick. That is schoolboy's own stuff. We are the outside of the boot, the inside of the net, and those seconds that last forever. Van der Vaart to level it up. Raphael van der Vaart, 2-2. It's quite a game, isn't it always? We are Jennings, Defoe and Perryman. Glory past, glory future. What was, what is, what's next. We are Blanchflower, Ardelis and Bale. We are about winning with a flourish. We are about winning with style. We are about the glory of the game. Daring to try, daring to risk, daring to dream. To dare is to do.